Shall I kick it off with a, a tune that you probably already heard, and if not, I know you're going to like? This LP song? I don't know it. Ooh, because it came out like a week ago. Oh, okay. He's on top of it. I know, LPGOB being my Discover Weekly now, my release radar. I am in there! <laughs> sampled from an old disco song like the the I don't know what it is but like I feel like that's sampled I would like to now give you this as a side quest to discover where the sample is from <laughs> where is it where is it she could just be that good and just sounds like a song a classic that already existed a very strong possibility. And there's many strong possibilities of more bangers coming to your ears. This is Plurality, a podcast about beautiful music and beautiful people. We do episodes every other Wednesday. My name is Mikey. My homie on the screen, bouncing around and jamming, <laughs> is DJ E. Mood. That's me. It's you. Hey, Moody. Hi, Mikey. I'm really digging this tune. want to dance like you can't sit still (laughs) (laughs) i had to get up and dance before we even started might possibly pop up in a dj emood set in the future at some point the chances are good (laughs) the chances are good you know on today's show we have for the people what do we have drop of the week then we're gonna go into uh Feel the Things is just a new segment where we talk about songs that put you or us in the feels. And we will close with Name That Noise. I'm excited to bring this one back again. It's a fun one. We just uh, play noises that we like because what is EDM if not a combination of noises that our ears enjoy? And it's all techno. It's all... Uh, I could probably tell that story because that girl probably is not going to listen to the to the pod. <laughs> Oh, man. The the shortened version is Mikey got set up kind of on a date by the the parents in Florida. And she was very nice, very sweet, and asked me about, you know, my interests in music. And I brought up EDM. And the response was, so, like, techno. And I was like, well, techno is a genre within EDM. But there are a wide range of these genres. And then talked about Odessa a little bit. And she was like, but like, that's kind of like techno. And I was like, well, (laughs) it's closer to that than country. I'll have to send you some and you can listen. And then send her a techno song too and be like, this is techno. techno. (laughs) Because if I just sent her the Odessa song, she'd be like, so this is not techno? (laughs) Question mark. And it's so hard to classify who does music anyway. Like, I know. You can't really put it in any genre. No, you really can't. <laughs> oh, this like vapor soul, ethereal. Synthwave, future bass. Yeah, whatever. I don't fucking know. So you know what? I'm not even going to blame this wonderful gal that I had the pleasure of meeting. 
the beauty is we can just talk about it more and then maybe more people will know. To be fair, my mom also thought that like my range with music was singular techno. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I mean, mom, like, yeah, I've liked techno since I was a kid, but there's so many more genres. Like she came and saw me DJ at a at uh, Joanne, Lady Gaga's dad's restaurant in the Upper West Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's a tiny restaurant. Like, it's not that big. When I play there, I play like electro pop and like stuff that people will know. And so after that, I feel like she was like, oh, wow, I like actually enjoyed that. Like, I wasn't <laughs> maybe expecting to, <laughs> you know, in a sweet way. Like, she just, she has no idea. Like, she doesn't know any genres really outside yeah. of like country and like Motown. That's it. Maybe a little bit of R&B. <laughs> I do hope one day the world exists where you say EDM to somebody and they'll be like, oh, like techno or dubstep or drum and bass. And I'll be like, aha, I will tell you. <laughs> Wait, what if they like, instead of saying something like easily known, like techno or house, <laughs> what if they come back with like, oh, like complex show? <laughs> and then you they were like, oh, like Psytrance? Is that, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, wait. You mean like hard style? Yeah. <laughs> Happy hardcore? <laughs> anyway, best intro ever. Shall we get into the bangers? We shall. Commence. Banger after banger after banger, which by the way, I was making the playlist for this episode and I was like, holy guacamole. We do just have banger after banger on this episode. It's like, everyone's just going to have to buckle up their seatbelts. <laughs> Strap in, plurbs. <laughs> my plurbs. You are not ready for this. <laughs> on that note, my drop of the week is The Moment by The Glitch Mob. I'm really stoked to talk about The Glitch Mob because they're very different than I think anyone we've ever really talked about on the pod. Like, dude, do you listen to, like, The Glitch Mob? <laughs> Leave it, leave it. Leave it, leave it, okay. so good at drums yeah man all those in-between noises are so good yeah oh they just bring one point to the (laughs) 
That's two enthusiastic thumbs up for me. <laughs> Second banger achieved. Hey. <laughs> Even the intro song was a banger. All right, so the glitch mob. Where do I begin with these these lads? They are just so freaking cool and unique for a number of reasons. The track that we just listened to is off their most recent album, Control Alt Reality, and I just love everything about that track. Like the breakbeat, which is you can find on like every other track on that album. Actually, that track is probably the most tame track on the album. If you listen to the other songs, like the the break beats are really intense, <laughs> kind of reminiscent of like early the Prodigy, which I love. It's like that industrial uh, breakbeat hardcore sound which is just like so true to like the origin of rave which is what i'm going to get to right now that's how they got together the glitch mob was originally a four-person group they all have nicknames so i'm going to tell you their nicknames and then i'll tell you their real names the mob (laughs) yes so we start off with four guys their nicknames are edit beretta oa and craddy with a k k is important their real names are edward ma justin beretta josh mayer and Matthew Kratz. The four of them formed in 2006 with a mutual love of underground rave culture. And like I said, kind of like we were talking about Odessa, their songs are <laughs> hard to classify, but if you were to choose a few like general genres in the EDM world, they would be glitch, electronica, intelligent dance music, and industrial. And we call that techno. <laughs> <laughs> and the umbrella term, the term is techno. Is techno. <laughs> But that should be one of the shirts. And we call that, and then on the back, techno. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm going to beat this joke to death. I'm just warning you. I'm all for it. I'm on the bandwagon, the rave wagon. (laughs) So Craddy left the group in 2009, citing creative differences. And Beretta is currently on a hiatus from the group to pursue his solo project, Superposition, leaving Edit and Oa to steer the ship while he is on his break. So they've the two of them have been touring, I think, for like the last year or so without him. I kind of feel like he left because he was like, I'm going to pursue my own thing for a little bit, but like I fully intend on coming back. Yeah. And so they just didn't really make a big deal about it. And we're just like, yeah, it'll happen when it happens, you know? The group made a name for themselves while playing live shows by choosing to use their laptops and MIDI controllers and play their entire sets live. So it's not like they had CDJs and were mixing. They were making all of those sounds that you just heard live. What? (laughs) Yes. Which is why they have a really big following because... Their live shows. My brain is exploding thinking about. Yeah, their live shows were just insane. What? I know. It gets it gets better. <laughs> if you do think that's crazy, just wait. I I do. Their sophomore album, Love, Death, Immortality, debuted at number one on the Billboard Dance Electronic Songs chart and at number 13 on the Billboard 200. So their second album did really well on top of like their live shows like taking off. People were like, oh, these guys are like really unique and like no one else is really... Do- I mean, other people play live, but if you watch videos of their live sets you see like they're just like on a whole nother playing field because they are just like doing their own thing they're in their own wheelhouse because during their 2014 tour they performed with this thing that they called the blade (laughs) and the blade is a customized set piece that uses lights visuals 
instruments and technology to deliver the music to its listeners in a completely unique way. So there are two short documentaries on YouTube that you can watch that explains what the blade is. The first one is a 16 minute doc called The Glitch Mob Behind the Blade. It came out eight years ago. Behind the Blade. And it talks about all the equipment that the blade is composed of. So I, I can't explain it because literally, dude, I watched this thing and I was like, I'm just going to try my best. Like, I'll just say like a few things. <laughs> like, it, There's so much like on the back end of the technology side that I, it just blew my fucking brain. And they, they had like a team of like 30 people working on this and they didn't even know it was if it was going to work or not. And they were working from like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. every day. It was like 12 hour days that they were like working on the technology and like how everything is routed the blade yeah it's insane (laughs) (laughs) highly recommend to go watch it it's very cool i will tell you it it's made of multiple computers running on ableton multiple mac minis a meta instrument they created compromised of ipads running an app called lemur tactile midi controllers maximus p universal audio apollos and then a whole bunch of other equipment that I was like, dude, I can't even just keep writing this list because it's, it's going to take me so long to say everything. The first EDM supercomputer. It's really fucking dope. So as a completely independent band, they have never been signed to a major record label. Wow. So they've had all their own rights. Yeah, they have all their own rights. They've they've found their success like through their own blood, sweat and tears, literally. I admire that so much. Yeah, right? That's rad. It's really awesome, especially today when like so many people won't even like wait until multiple offers come in. They'll be like the first offer comes in. They're like, I'm on it. And I feel like whenever that happens in my career, I'm just going to really think about it before I make like any kind of decision. I'm just going to be like, yes, you know? Yeah. Anyhow, so yeah, they decided to do it the organic way and like build it from the ground up. So as a completely independent band. The members have self-financed their entire sets when they're on tour. And any money that goes while they're on tour goes toward building the next tour. So like they've literally just self-financed this entire thing. And that's what they were saying eight years ago when the first version of the Blade came out. So then four years ago, so I guess 2019, they released another documentary called The Glitch Mob Behind the Blade 2.0. And it talks about how they just like made some minor adjustments. They upgraded the four iPads that were on each meta instrument for each performer to one screen that was a Dell canvas. And Dell also gave them these Alienware Dell computers (laughs) to help make sure that like the whole system doesn't crash because apparently they were pushing Ableton to like its complete max. (laughs) Like people from Ableton had to come in and like be like, we hope you don't try it. It might happen. You are surpassing what the software is capable of. (laughs) Dude, what does this look like? After this, I am going to watch that. Oh my gosh. So like if you envision, there's the three of them when the three of them were touring and then behind them, they have like these three big pods. They kind of look like tire, like futuristic tires, like like a monster truck tire. And the the head of the drum is coming out all three of them and they're rolling electric drums. So when they are using the drumsticks to hit the drum, the, the light like surrounding the the wheel also like flashes to the beat that they're playing at. So it's a fully 
also visual and auditory like creation. Exactly. That's why it's like it's seen as one unit. It's like one thing that does all of these things in harmony. Absolute unit. Yeah, it's, it is a unit. It's, it's fucking crazy. So the reason why they decided to build the blade, uh, according to Oha, is to give fans the experience of how the music should be felt and absorbed, so to speak. All for us. So it's a, a full-on experience of all of your senses going a thousand miles a minute and just... Yeah, I, I mean, I would love to see them live. Do they take it to festivals, I wonder? Or it's probably just their tour. I unfortunately did read that they're currently not using the Blade anymore. I imagine it has to do with how expensive it is yeah. for the team to run it. Because when you see all of the technology side of it, when they were building it, that was one of the things that they were talking about. They were like, dude, how are we going to take it all apart and take it across the country and spot to spot yeah reassemble it so there you go that's my uh, little ditty on the glitch mob go check out their tunes they're really really dope and yeah they've literally just shared the love of underground rave culture and that's what's kept them going this whole time so that's a cool reason to you know keep doing it all these years 17 years wow it's a long time that's dope and if you are a fan of edm and have not heard their remix of seven nation army definitely go give that one a listen because that one is also dope so dope when you hear it live this is random but all i could think about that whole time was i would really love for the glitch mob and skrillex to like collaborate <laughs> i just feel like that could be, be some crazy creations between between those fellas they have like gone to, to festivals before but i would say they're largely underrated in the scene i agree I mean, they have over a million monthly listeners, but I don't know. I feel like they could be like John Summit numbers. Let's see. What's John Summit? Yeah, exactly. Seven million. Two bazillion monthly (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Cannot compute. (laughs) Well, you know what? I am really excited to bring a song to the podcast that involves somebody with over 37 million monthly listeners, and that is Wheezy, Lil Wayne, this is a Millie, the side piece remix. Sicilian bitch with long hair with coconut dairy gear like smoking the thing is scare. I open the Lamborghini, hoping them crack the semen. Like look at that bastard Weezy, he's a beast, he's a dog, he's a motherfucking problem. Okay, you're a goon, but what's a goon to a goblin? I'm just going to turn it down a smidgen. Oh, but there's like lasers that pop in at this next drop in like 10 seconds. So I'm going to turn it back up a little bit. with those laser beams. 
Who do you think I'm talking about, Lil Wayne or Side Piece? Carl Cox. <laughs> just totally throw him off the scent. It's just sharp left turn. Because he does, he does techno. He's a techno guy. <laughs> also funny because Aaron and I, we were at Side Piece's set for like 10 minutes thinking we were at Carl Cox. Oh yeah, from Zoo last year. And I was, <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, Carl Cox is really thrown out of, down the tech house. <laughs> And then I look up and it's two white guys and I'm like, that's, that's not, not Carl Cox. Carl Cox. <laughs> and then I looked at the map and I was like, oh shit, we're at side piece. No wonder I love every song. No wonder. And then we went to Carl Cox. Which was techno. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, this song is a great sign because it's great to just throw on with the homies. I find it a pregame. It goes very nicely. But I'm going to talk about side piece which began as a side project between Dylan Ragland, known individually as Party Favor, and Ricky Mears, known previously as Nitty Gritty, now going by just Nitty. First of all, two banging producers in their own right. Party Favor goes hard at his live sets. Hard. And Nitty brings the energy. I've actually never seen Nitty on his own live. I first saw him on one of those during COVID live sets, and he was an absolute vibration. The bass <laughs> house was strong with this one. But he also has a song with Shaq, with Diesel, like a heavy dubstep song. So can do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But side piece. They linked via direct message in 2019. I wonder who slid into whose DM, actually. I don't know. But they had musical chemistry from the jump. They hopped on a FaceTime call. And by the end of that first FaceTime, they had actually already registered their social media handles for the side piece project. So they knew from the jump. And they planned it as just a side piece. But I don't think they really anticipated it becoming as big as it has become. And now it's safe to say it's much bigger than just a side project. Their second single, which they released with Diplo, On My Mind, received a Grammy nomination for Best Dance Recording and currently has over 250 million streams on Spotify alone. Like, over a quarter billion streams. And they just have bangers on bangers. Like, the tech house is beautiful. And they actually just dropped a tune that I wanted to play because I just think you will really like it. So this is I Need You, Feet Zoi, Z-O-I. Just this piano at the beginning. I love that piano. Oh, y'all should see <laughs> Moody's face right now. All right, stopping it there at 53 seconds. Just a little tight. I mean, uplifting lyrics and the piano chords. You know, I'm, I'm a two thumbs up for that one. Another banger. <laughs> Another one. I added this to my playlist that is titled Mikey's Moody Songs Playlist. No, I love that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a work in progress, but I'll send it to you when it has more moody songs. On to, on to bangers of segment two, eh? Yes, feel the things. Are you ready? Are you ready to get in your feels? Ooh, let's let's feel let's feel the things. All the way through. 
I need to take some deep breaths. Just like I'm very like high energy after side piece and glitch mob. We have to compose ourselves now. Let's recenter. <laughs> okay. I think I'm ready. Ready for the emotions. My feel the things moment. I chose from Frenchie and I's very first festival. And I have a video of it and I'm going to play it for you. Oh my God. <laughs> this was Electric Zoo 2019. And it was during Eric Prid's, it was his second set of the weekend because he headlined on main stage day one. And then day two, he took over Hilltop Arena. It was called Prida Arena, which is his alias, one of his aliases. And he played another Eric Prid set there day two. So this moment is from that set. And it was like his, it was either his last song or like his second to last song. It was like the very end. It was just such a special moment because Frenchie was in front of me and she was dancing like a maniac, like just so happy. (laughs) What? Frenchie? No. (laughs) So in her element, you could see the euphoria in her face and in her body and the way she was moving. It was just so awesome and like after that festival i watched the video anytime i felt sad because i was like this is gonna make me feel better (laughs) um so yeah this is just a clip of one of the build-ups there at the end of his set that yeah makes me happy yes it's about to make me happy Frenchie with the short hair. Yeah. Just pure joy. Pure euphoria. That was one of my favorite moments of the entire festival. And it ranks at the top of one of my favorite rave memories of all rave events. So I thought it'd be a good one to put us in the feels. Man. Gets you thinking about like your first, you know, moments like having experiences like that and how new and exciting it was and like the realization of like oh i found it this is it like we're doing we're doing it and oh that's beautiful to see frenchie in that place yeah for sure you know if you ask her about that izu she's just like i just remember having so much fun (laughs) it was the best time ever (laughs) well that was sweet frenchie i really loved watching it and you because i know you're gonna listen to this so could just tell you now. What is your memory? The feel the things moment slash song that I have brought is a specific song that I had the great pleasure of hearing for the first time live at 3 a.m. to close out Cascade's 2018 Bonnaroo set. And that song is Disarm You, vocals by Ilse. That was my first festival and first exposure to EDM at that scale, I guess. And like right away, we went to Valentino Con. I was there with my ex-girlfriend and I did not understand any of the music at all, but I knew everyone was dancing very energetically and I could get on board with that. <laughs> Valentino Con was like your first EDM experience? So said this guy at two o'clock in the afternoon, nobody knew who this guy was. And I had the best time ever. I was like, this is my boy. I have videos still from his sets 
and his energy was on 10. The joy was just permeating out of this guy. And interestingly, having seen him again since, it's cool to see the maturation. And it's definitely a person who has now done that many, many times up there. So it's kind of a different, just a different vibe you get from an artist when it's early in their career versus a little later. Sure, they're more confident, I'm sure, later on. Exactly. But then Valentino Khan was like a few hours after that. And I was like, I don't know if I like this or not, but... I'm going to I'm going to go for it. <laughs> it took me like a couple years to really understand Valentino Khan's music, honestly. We saw Valentino Khan, he played after Oliver Helgen's headlining at Alvin Gardner and I was like, "Oh damn, like this is this is like a lot." <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a lot. So that's why I was like, "Oh my god, Valentino Khan was your first yeah. one, but yeah, said this guy." Or I mean, those are also very different people. So. <laughs> yes, very different. So I was like, "This is like at the same stage. What is going on here? What is this thing?" I don't remember what day that was. I don't remember what day Cascade was, but Cascade was very late into the night and when he cut everything to total silence and then the first chord of disarm you hits like i got goosebumps and to this day that song just has a special special place in my heart because it was a moment and i'll never forget it the first time i saw him play it was easy 2021 i don't even think i had heard that song before like that was my yeah. first experience with the song completely well i guess it would have been yours too because right. yeah you hadn't heard it i remember like his graphics being absolutely incredible and then like that song came on and i i was like wow i am now crying <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just stabs you right in the heart and today i was searching the interwebs to see if i could find this set somewhere 2018 cascade and somebody has a YouTube video up that's a little over 10 minutes with just a few chunks. And getting to relive just a little bit of that set was so cool because I really have not gone back to that set and tried to listen to it since. In the videos, you don't see hardly anybody on their phones either. Like the energy was beautiful and you could just hear people like being joyful. And every time like the bang and drop was about to hit, it seemed like the video would end because this person was like, nah, phone away. I am in this. Yeah. And I love that, you know, like be in that. And I do very much appreciate it being there. And I'll send you a link because if you want to, please, the disarm you is, uh, beautiful is end. it in the video oh yes the whole video i was like is it gonna play is it gonna play and then it's finale disarm you i was like oh <laughs> yeah there it is <laughs> anybody who is out there listening if you have heard this song do enjoy another time and if you have not sit back listen to the words because they are beautiful and we can talk about it a bit after here we go let me disarm you I'm not trying to own you I just wanna know what it feels like To have your body so close Let me absorb you Of the past that controls you I just wanna know what you look like Without a weight on your soul Somewhere we could get away If you wanna find another place Love, disappear and never leave a trace Take you anywhere you want So let me
who could listen to that like over and over again. <laughs> Such a beautifully written song. And it has like two different storylines going on for me personally, because it feels like this person's falling in love with someone and, and like maybe that person doesn't agree with a lot of like the same things as they do. And they're like, I can see that you're tough on the outside because you've been hurt and like you refuse to be vulnerable and like work through healing, but I'm still gonna love you and I'm gonna help you get to that place. It's like, <laughs> And I just want to love who you really are. You really are on the inside. So beautiful. So beautiful. In the feels. In the feels. I'm definitely in my feels now. I don't know about you. I'd be in the feels. Also, shout out to that festival 2018 for being the first time I was exposed to Rufus Du Soul. It was pure magic and I have loved them ever since. What a beautiful time. <sighs> Disarm you, Cascade. And if you want to go on SoundCloud, I hear there's some banging remixes of that track. Ayo. Ayo. Check them out. Check them out. And now it's time. Now it's the part of the show where we finish with uh, Name That Noise. The segment where we just play a sound or a noise, a little something from a song that we like or a section of a song that we like. Yeah, Moody and I both kind of have our own little fun ways of doing this and I'm excited to do it. Let's go. Let's go. So like last time, I'm just going to play like a short segment rather than a noise just because... For, for the noises that I like, it's a collection of noises. You know, it's not just one. Name that collection of noises. Yes. <laughs> by DJ Emu. My first one is called My Level by Alert, and it's the Mad Owl remix. Let's get mad. Let's go. I do like that collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're being abducted by, I don't know, alien cows or some shit. Alien cows have come to abduct you. <laughs> and all you hear is... <laughs> Not the alien cows again. <laughs> They're sucking us up into the vortex. Motherfucking cows. <laughs> you know what joke I hit on a six-year-old today? It was great. What? Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. <laughs> Any move. What did the six-year-old say? He loved it. I was like, another classic. He goes, I don't think it's a classic. I haven't heard that one. And I was like, all right, it's an original. You got me. That is not a classic knock-knock <laughs> joke. I would like to hear his list of classics knock-knock jokes. Oh, he told me what he said was a classic. What was it? Was it like banana? Banana who? It was not. 
But would you like to tell that one? <laughs> no, it's a terrible joke. I'll come back to it if I remember. Anyhow. I'm excited for this next one. Me too. Moody, you're bringing the crunchiness to to name that noise right now. You know, I was in a crunchy mood after hearing all of these good remixes today. I was like, I'm just going to go hard, you know? Bring the crunch. I'm absolutely stoked by this development. That one, it's like, obviously, we know I love a vocal edit. We know I love a stutter. Incorporating those two things together. I bet you Blank did that part of the song. Like, Blank, you mastermind you. My guess would be Blank as well. Oh, did I? I don't even think I said the name. Did I say the name? I don't think I did. Oh. This track is Gorgeous by Elenium Blank and Bipolar Subshine. And we're going to give Blank our credit for now, for that 20 seconds. When we meet them one day, we'll ask. Fucking rights. All right, my last one is a remix of a classic, Blue Eiffel 65. The Flume remix, which came out pretty recently, I think. It, it was like in the last year or something. Let's see. Let me disarm you. Mikey's still in his feels. Uh, it came out during quarantine. So he was like just fucking around, I guess. It came out in 2020. Anywho, here is the Flume remix. Flume do be fucking around. <laughs> right? <laughs> And then into the classic piano. Right into it. That song is like if SpongeBob were at a rave and he took one too many tabs and like he's like in the water and he's just seeing all the jellyfish swim around him and he's like, where the fuck am I? (laughs) It was quite the bubbly stutter. Yeah, it's kind of like the same concept as Gorgeous, but underwater. (laughs) Underwater. (laughs) I almost picked a Flume song as well. That's funny because Flume be having some... Top-notch noises. It's true. And does anyone do a stutter better than Flume? Like, man's might be the best stutterer out there. Mm, I have to say BT on that one, but... Oh, you know what? I'll give that one to, to you in your world. <laughs> Only because he developed the technology to do it. It's a plug-in now. That's kind of a trump card, yeah. It's a plug-in called Stutter Edit that you can just, like, press a button and it does all of this work that 20 years ago took a day to make. <laughs> you merely adopted the stutter. I was born in it, molded by it. <laughs> That's BT to Flume. I mean, you know, he's like, he's the godfather of trance. Like, of course he has like dope shit like that on his resume. <laughs> yeah, he'd be having dope shit. Shout out BT. Anywho. Anywho, all right, I got some sounds for you. I got some sounds. Number one, comes from our pal Skrillex, the song Selecta, also with Beam. You know, like if you just had a block of jello sitting on a plate, this sound is like if you just picked up that plate and like wiggled the plate around. This is what I imagined the jello would sound like. All right, let's hear it. At least if it was Skrillex who made the jello. Hey, hey. 
don't know, just a little wobbly, huh? Yeah, but just a little bit, not like a full-on wobble. Just a little wobbly. It's, it's like a light shake. <laughs> Next up, we have my gal, Miss Cream. This is actually a remix by Pixel Terror of uh, Whipped Cream's song, I Do The Most, featuring Lil' Keed. Heard her play it in a live set myself. It's a banging song, and I hope y'all are going to enjoy it. This is the sound your Pajmita makes to alert you that it's about to be time to wook. Um, anywho, the last one that I have brought to close out episode 29 of Plurality Pod, the song is Alberta by Memba, Czar, and the remix by Bikla, B-I-I-C-L-A. This sound is like the feeling you get when you walk into the bank or the post office and you just know it's going to be a long line and that shit is empty. No line, no waiting. Step right up. Your errands are about to be a breeze. If you're listening to this right now, thank you for being here, for being you. I'm so jazzed. I'm so inspired by music in this moment. And I'm grateful to you, my homie DJ E-Mood, to anybody who's listening. Let's keep doing this. Let's listen to more music. Hell yeah. This song just makes you happy, huh? It's kind of a low-key sad boy song if you read the lyrics. But that drop, mm, <laughs> such zhuzh, such noise juice. It's okay, we're talking about the noises, not the, the words. <laughs> this is a strictly a noise segment. Mm, yes, Disco Land dropped this at Electric Forest. It was fantastic. His set's also live on SoundCloud, because he definitely doesn't have the rights to all the stuff that he used, like Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga and Kesha. But it's on SoundCloud, where you don't need the rights. So go listen. Disco Line was supporting Memba during a set. Just two real ones. Three real ones, because Memba is two people. And it's raining outside. Can you hear it? No. Dude, summer is like almost halfway over. And now, don't say that, Frenchie. Oh. <laughs> Get upset. <laughs> yeah, sorry, French. 
<laughs> so that means we have to just appreciate every moment. No, it is true. If we just stay in the present moment, we won't be thinking about the future or the past. Be really soaking in what's happening right in front of us. Dude, I think about Skrillex like all the time from our episode and just how present he seemed to be in those massive moments. Yeah, I've yet to see someone who was that present. Like it was just really inspiring and incredible. And That's the level of presence that we aspire to achieve. For sure. Especially for me, because a lot of the times at my sets now, like I'm not playing to thousands yeah. of people, you know, like I'm playing to like 30 to maybe 100. But now, like, and I'm sure he's like gained his confidence over the years, especially he was in a rock band, you know, before yeah. he was a DJ. Where I am now, like during my live sets, like I, I try to stay really present. I mean, obviously, I'm really focused on the music itself, but I'm trying to be better about like interacting with the crowd because a lot of the times I'll be singing the music like I'll be singing but like I close my eyes when I do that like I'll, I'll close my eyes and sing and like perform but I'm like I need to like start keeping my eyes open like yeah. I need to really be fully in the moment don't be afraid don't be afraid open your eyes that's good that you have <laughs> identified that and that gives you something to be cognizant of I know a lot of singers when they sing also do that they'll like close their eyes yeah and then they're like, no, you got to like really be present in the moment, like connect with the crowd. Well, as someone who has been in said crowd, I think you do a phenomenal job of creating amazing hour, two hour, whatever your time slot is. It's going to be a beautifully curated period of time. Thank you. I did a trance set that I really love. It's my first one that I've played out to people. So it's exciting. Yeah. Yes. Like I keep on wanting to do more genres. Do you post them on SoundCloud? Yeah. On SoundCloud. Okay, I need to just go start listening to your sets. Dude, I'm excited. Thank you. <laughs> and Thursday, I'm playing at this venue called TBA. Yeah. It's in Brooklyn. It'll be my debut there. I haven't played there yet. So I'm very excited to get that exposure with a new crowd yeah. and with new owners. Just more exposure, getting in front of these people, and they have no idea that their life is about to be changed forever. That's <laughs> what I plan on happening, yes. <laughs> Hey, Plurbies, give us a follow on the social medias. We're at Plurality Pod on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Thread? Question mark? I saw you were doing the Thread thing. We're on Threads now, officially. Oh, baby. At Plurality Pod. Come and find us. For Threads, though, because, like, you tweet. Like, to tweet is, like, the, the verb. What is it to, to thread? No, you thread. You thread? You thread. So yeah. I threaded. I actually, here, look, on my phone... I made a folder for them both. It's the emoji of a chick <laughs> hatching versus a spool of thread. And we're going to see who wins. Twitter versus thread. We'll come out on top. One will remain. We don't know who it is. I actually saw um, Slippy, the DJ Slippy. Yeah. She threaded the way I forgot about Twitter so fast. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. We'll see again who wins that match. I'm putting my money on threads, but... <laughs> I think I might be Team Threads at the moment. Threads, if you want to sponsor us, hit us up. Mm, Plurally Pod, sponsored by Threads. No, we ain't selling out. Sponsored by Dell. <laughs> sponsored by Dell. <laughs> Glitch Mob, they're like, all right, sure, yeah. If you're going to like pay for everything. Time to pay for the blade. Yeah. <laughs> pay for the blade. The blade needs to be paid for. <laughs> their credit cards were all like hitting their limits. <laughs> Until Dell swooped in to save the day. They said, you techno people need our help. <laughs> We're here to save <laughs> techno. 
<laughs> How Dell saved techno, a YouTube documentary. The time that Dell saved techno. Man, that's, that's, that's priceless there. That's too good. That's too good. All right, homies. If you liked the music that you heard in this episode, go to Spotify where you can find the playlist on eMood's profile. Type in e-mood. You'll find those. You'll find all the revivals. There's so many good tracks. Like if you like techno as much as we like techno, that's where you need to be. What can we say? We're just techno heads here. Eventually, we'll just have to rename the playlist to just... Techno? Techno. Because that will be easily found <laughs> in the algorithm, yes. Honestly, <laughs> that might help our, we should just, our growth. We should name our, our podcast also Techno. The Techno Podcast? No, just Techno. <laughs> I'm honestly so deceased of this whole idea because it's like woodwork. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, thanks for listening to Techno with us, y'all. My sign-off today is peace, love... Oh, please do it. <laughs> please. Please. I actually was going to go a different route, but if you want me to say Techno, I can. Yeah, we could do both. <laughs> peace, love, and Techno. Uh, okay, do the real one. <laughs> I was going to say peace, love, and keep your eyes open, but Techno works too. <laughs> <laughs> keep your eyes open when you're listening to Techno. If you don't keep your eyes open to all that techno <laughs> has to offer, you might miss you might miss a lot. It might just completely pass you by. Damn, Odessa is so fucking good at techno. I love those guys. I'm pretty sure they're like the founders of techno, no? I think that can be argued, yes. <laughs> they got together like what, 2010 or something? <laughs> yes. Now I'm curious, when did they start? 2012. Yeah, that's Summer's Gone or something that album it's definitely something to aspire to 11 years only 11 years and being that massive like i love that shit i love that shit and all of you out in the world listening to techno with us thank you love you player bees love you guys see you next time what uh what techno song should we play next here i got you